0: Up, down, around, around. Oh, Tiff, baby, you spin me right round. Okay, inflation. But before we get to that, CMHC housing starts down 1%, 1% month over month, down from 255,232 starts down to an annualized average of 252,787. Why even talk about a 1% shift? Who cares? Well, the difference isn't. Meaningless. It's really not. It's the lack of a difference in housing starts that tells the real story. Housing starts, according to CMHC, need to rise by close to a hundred percent for the next six years for us to have any hope of pulling out of the current downward spiral in home ownership rates that we're seeing. Housing starts would need to increase by at least 50% to halt the steady upward march of home prices due to the whole supply versus demand equation. But housing starts are not increasing by 50% or 100%. Housing starts aren't increasing really at all. In fact, they're down 1%. So it is a big deal, right? It's a nothing story that tells a very big story about where we're headed, in particular about where home prices are ultimately headed. And what about these starts? Let's dig into that a little bit. What kind of housing starts do we have? 191,000 multi-unit, of which it's safe to say two out of three are studio or one-bedroom units, with the remaining, say, 65,000 units averaging two bedrooms. So that's about 250,000 bedrooms being built this year in multifamily. Then there's the 42,000 detached homes, along with Important note 20,000 rural starts. So, sorry for the 15 minute city quacks out there. uh, There's actually 20,000 detached homes being built out in the sticks. And it's fair to say that of those combined 62,000 detached homes, three bedrooms is the number to use. And even if they have more than three bedrooms, few of those extra bedrooms will be occupied on the regular, even factoring in basement suites, Airbnb, guest rooms people who just like to have spare bedrooms. So call that 180,000 bedrooms. So maybe a grand total of 430,000 bedrooms being built this year. Is that enough to handle the 1 million plus people entering our country? Actually, yeah, yeah, probably is. Um, After all, many people who emigrate, emigrate together. As couples, as families, so you've got lots of pairs, threes, fours—you know, families of two, three, four—coming in together. So we don't need 1.1 million bedrooms for 1.1 million people. Probably it's closer to 430,000 bedrooms required. But there are still challenges, certainly challenges in the mix of those housing units being built and offered. Are we building the right number of bedrooms per unit? in certain communities. And what about new household formation within Canada, the families in Canada that have kids who are hitting 18, or let's face it, 28 to 38, and they're moving out on their own? Um, We don't really have new household formation numbers for Canadians anymore. For real, the stats can, that just all went away. In any event, it isn't just about adult children moving out into their own new pad, but it's also marital splits, right? That's a thing. Hello, studio apartment. Nice to meet you. Ah, you're so much lower maintenance than our five-bedroom house and the X. Our one family of four can ultimately trigger the need for four one-bedroom units, four studio units. So maybe the builders actually know what they're doing. Perhaps we're building just enough to meet demand. But of course, again, the market forces seem to indicate we're not quite there. Listings remain at historic lows, which is its own little vicious cycle to break. After all, are you going to list and sell your home and take the risk of not finding something new to buy? No, but are you going to write an offer and buy something else without your place sold in a market that just feels uncertain? right little bit of a circle there and uh, many of us of course are just staying put which you know compound that whole scenario with the math around interest rates and different challenges of porting a mortgage um yeah a lot of people just staying put and what triggers so much of this uncertainty well of course the relentless and somewhat unpredictable movements of the bank of canada um what's going to happen on october 25th that's actually looking kind of interesting right now. Let's just be glad the next Bank of Canada meeting is October 25th and not September 25th, given the inflation news of the day. Up 4% from 3.3% in July. Thanks, gasoline. The last time it was this high was April at 4.4%. And uh, we all know how many hikes came since then. So mm, yeah, well above the Bank of Canada's 2% target. Uh, Two out of three core measures popped as well. CPI median was up up to 4.1%, up from 3.9 in July, and CPI trim up 3.9 from 3.6. Two out of three ain't good. And of course, thanks to previous rate hikes, housing costs rose 6% year over year. That's after a 5.1% jump in July. Mortgage payments are up. So yeah, rents follow, right? Rents follow. TIF did predict on September 7th that headline inflation is going to be up in the near term before it eases. So they saw this coming. So is the stage being set for another interest rate increase come October 25th? We hope not, but hope, while important, is not in itself a strategy. What is? Mark these dates on your calendar. October 6th, the next jobs numbers come out. October 17th, the next round of CPI numbers, the inflation numbers come out. Thank goodness we have those coming out before October 25th, the next Bank of Canada interest rate decision. So as I say, the good news is, is there's no decision on a rate movement being made solely from today's numbers because that probably wouldn't go the way we would like it to go. So maybe with boating season wrapping up and travel trailer and camping season winding down, Maybe the demands on gasoline drop enough to bring us back in line by October. We shall see. Here's what I can say. Either way, the things that we can do to alleviate all of this personal pressure, know your numbers, right? I mean, I have sat down on the regular and walked through my own budget, my own numbers. I know my numbers and create a budget and stick to that budget. I've done that, right I mean, you just got to get real about where things are going uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go off script. The last thing, pick up the phone and call your database because if you're not calling your database, I guarantee someone else is. And the number one way to deal with inflation to deal with rising rates is to inflate your income, right Create a rising income. That's what I got for you. All right, go.